Hi everyone, my name is Walid Hussain and I'm going to take you through a little journey that a small Sufi follower like me took from Agra to Fatehpur Sikri um, on foot. Here it is, and here's my story. So it was one of those really nice warm days, um, you know, when I was working in Delhi and one fine day I decided that I wanted to go and, uh, um, you know, have a look at the monuments in Agra and uh, also have a small one-day trip to Fatehpur Sikri to see the shrine and the monuments there. Now it so happened that uh, it, it also was one of those uh, one of those days when uh, while reading I picked up a certain fact and it sort of stayed with me for the for the rest of the day. The Mughal Emperor Akbar um, had taken a, a vow or rather a pledge that he would walk from um, you know, uh, from his palace to uh, the saints abode in um, in Fatehpur Sikri, which was only known as Sikri then, Fatehpur happened later. Um, so he decided to to walk uh, all the way to uh, Salim Shishti's abode in Sikri, uh, because um, the one big reason for that was that he, uh, as as an emperor, did not have a heir who was um, you know in his palace who would live. He had kids. From various uh, women in the palace, but the children would not survive um, for more than a year, and then you know he did not have someone that he could um, you know pronounce as his heir. So um, he decided that he would go up to the saint and and uh, seek the saint's blessings, and that's how his journey began. So he began to, uh, to walk with the with, with his entire big coterie, and he reached um, Salim Shishti's uh, you know abode in in Sikri. Now at that at that point of time, uh, Salim Chishti was um, I think over about 80, 82 years old, or probably 90. I'm not sure about the fact there, but he was um, well past his 80s. And Akbar, on the other hand, was still in his 20s. So this was uh, this first meeting was very uh, was very very strange because this was a, a 20 year old uh, uh, you know monarch who had already been on um, on the throne of Delhi for approximately you know a decade or so and he um, with all the riches and all the power in the world that that he wailed at that one time uh, walked up to a fakir uh, to a you know, to a mystic to a nomad who basically had nothing in, in the world he had no riches he had no power nothing but there he was Akbar, a monarch uh, standing in front of uh, a fakir uh, seeking his blessings and asking him to pray to God so that he may have a son who may take his legacy forward. Now, uh, Salim Chishti could have very easily asked him to, to go away, but he didn't because as a fakir, for anyone who comes to the man's doorstep, they would at least listen to him, give him, a, uh, give him their ear, listen, and then later, you know, if at all they can help them, they will pray for them. If they can't, well, they'll tell them that this is God's will and you must accept God's will. So after that first meeting, you know, uh, Akbar went back uh, very content and very happy. And eventually he had uh, three sons just like uh, Salim Shishti had uh, predicted. And he named the first son after Salim Shishti. That's how Salim or Jahangir as we all know him, uh, the Mughal Emperor, got his name. Now that story had stuck in my head uh, well before I had reached Agra. And uh, 
on the day uh, i reached agra there just happened to be a um, you know clear sky it was pretty good and i decided that I'd, i'd like to you know take this uh, opportunity to see if i can pull off what akbar did probably 400 years before me and uh, that's how i i began uh, this journey of uh, you know my walk from agra to fatehpur sikri now uh, the only difference was that i had a a proper uh, laid out road where i could walk i had decent shoes and uh, i had my youth with me at that point of time so yes uh, plus uh, the fact that all across the road there were uh, there was no uh, there were no dangers per se uh, there was no fear of looters or there was no fear of uh, wild animals uh, attacking me or for that matter me falling into a ditch or somewhere else because it was a broad day so i could walk through it um the journey basically began at like 10 in the morning and then from there on um i must have like walked um, through the day in in parts uh, i stopped at uh, regular inns to uh, sort of eat food or you know maybe drink water etc and um, in that process i i realized um, quite a few things you know i learned uh, many things about myself in that one journey i was also able to um uh, compare the um, the times that i live in and the times that akbar probably uh, traveled on this road and saw what was up ahead um there was point of time in this 4 or 5 and a half hour journey of mine there where i was standing in the middle of the road with um, uh, with the road right ahead a path right ahead a uh, path behind me and uh, empty fields on both my sides so there i was in the middle of literally nowhere thinking um do i move forward or do i go back now my first thought was that if i give up and i go back i have to actually walk the entire distance that i have already have walked which would probably be close to 40 kilometers by that point of time so um, probably at the at the last leg when i was maybe 9 or 10 kilometers short of uh, fatehpur sikri uh my feet began to um you know give up my will power had weakened and uh, i started to think uh, this was a really bad idea trying to do this now the other the other thing was that i was actually alone on that road because there were no vehicles passing by at that point of time there were no dhabas close to me there wasn't uh, like the only the only you know living thing around me at that point of time was probably a dog uh sitting near one of the side path rocks and uh, he probably didn't care uh that i was having a midlife crisis right there in the middle um, he was pretty much you know happy happy with his nap and enjoying it so in that uh, in that moment um you know i i realized that probably akbar thought the same thing at that point of time like maybe uh, at some point even he must have thought that um, you know um i'm going to give up this is not happening and let's go back and look for another way but um, the difference between akbar and me was at that point of time that akbar actually wanted something and i didn't i was basically doing this because i wanted to see and have this experience i really wasn't um, looking for something i wasn't uh, i hadn't prayed for something in particular uh, now was i desirous of uh, of achieving something which is which probably would have driven me to sort of you know take that last uh, 10 km walk up to sikri so i wasn't really um, you know um, in the same uh, position as akbar at that point of time but i really realized that the power of your will you know your will power as as we usually call it 
can actually make you do wonderful things you know can actually make you do brave things can can push you um, at a point of time when you think that you don't have the energy to do this uh, they can it can also help you you know get through extremely difficult and challenging times and uh, probably that is what happened to me at that point of time my only um, you know uh, inspirational thing uh, at that point was that i want to finish this journey i don't want to leave this um, halfway or midway um, completing it was my uh, was my challenge that i will do this i will get this off so my so i basically convinced myself and took the last 10 km walk up to fatehpur sikri and i think by mid afternoon i had reached uh, sikri um, and i saw this grand door the the bulan darwaza as it is called by the um, uh, by the population there and how the mughals uh, built it it is humongous it is huge this door was huge and just looking at it um, i realized how um, how little we are as, as human beings you know, how small we are in the, in the in the scheme of things that uh, nature and god around us has created and for the first time i actually walked through that bulan uh, darwaza and realized that um, a lot of what we think um are meaningful things that are actually not meaningful things you know these are uh, these are all superficial things that we keep running around after but they are not really uh, worth all that effort that we put in all the stress that we take to achieve these uh, certain goals and short term targets etc all of that in in, in longevity or in um, let's just say um in the whole truth the only thing that actually matters is your, is your inner peace and your inner happiness and if you are happy and peaceful on the inside that's probably the best thing you can ask for and at that moment when i reached uh, sikri that is exactly what i had achieved i had achieved uh, a small project that i took uh, took up this was a challenge uh, for a urban um individual like me who is used to uh, ubers and uh, for short distances and you know picking up maybe a taxi a cab a rickshaw a local train a metro um we um in in urban settings barely ever walk i mean the only time we actually walk is when you go out to a park or a garden and actually put in um, you know the leg work and walk so for me this um, uh, this particular challenge of walking about you know 48 or 50 odd kilometers this was this taught me a lot it taught me a lot about myself it taught me a lot about uh, the things that i was stressing on um, around me and it made my life seem very uh, simple i mean to me uh, the solution was very simple that there isn't much um, that i need to fuss about as long as you know i am happy with it um, it's not about you know um, you know earning x number of um, you know x amount of money as long as i am happy with whatever i have in my pocket i mean if it's if it's a small amount and i'm still happy that's fine if i have a large amount and i have anxiety that's not good so uh, you know on either way is that that made me realize the, uh, the the simple things in life that i was neglecting avoiding or you know just just overlooking for that matter um and that trip uh, in many ways changed me it it made me realize um the uh, power of humbleness and uh, for once i actually um i actually could realize what uh, the mogul emperor akbar would have felt at that moment when he reached uh, sikri after that journey 
this is a super rich super arrogant super brave super mad super angry man who was humbled by this trip i was nowhere uh, close to any of those qualities that uh, the rakpur portrayed i mean i'm, I'm not super rich i'm not super mad i'm not super eccentric i'm not um, any of those things but even i felt the humbleness uh, when i reached there that uh, at sikri that this is not uh, uh, this is not some um, you know some simple joy ride this is actually a meaningful journey and that meaningful journey uh, gave me a meaning to move forward in my life and uh, that was basically why um, you know i will always remember this trip amongst all the trips that i have taken across the world and this one really taught me something without um, without me actually having uh, heard a sermon or taken lessons from this was self realization and the self realization happened in uh, in isolation so to speak i mean i was out there in the open but i was still isolated for for long periods of time where there was no one other than me walking on the street uh, going towards a shrine and uh, that um, you know that taught me um, so much more then maybe my my you know professional life or my experiences at my workplace would have that one trip you know taught me a lot it it showed me so many things about myself that you know am i a quitter and i realized that yeah i could just be one you know it's pretty normal because a lot of people are quitters so it it told me that you know uh, with a little um, when a little challenge uh, comes up ahead and the first thought to your mind is you know i can't do this let's just quit and and walk away because we are so um, used to having this uh, comfort zone and comfort level that we have among with our life and around us that when we when we are up against an uphill task or a challenge we usually uh, have the first thought of you know walking away running away you know fight or flight this is mostly flight but um, it taught me that uh, there is the other f which is fight which is also equally important as as flight in that equation and that made me realize that Uh, if you just take that one little step and move towards this challenge or move towards the task you will actually be able to complete it without um, without the fear of losing now the fear of losing of course is a is a huge uh, fear for all people everyone uh, is scared of losing everyone is scared of coming second you know everyone wants to win most of the time so uh, that fear of losing is a good thing in in some ways that's also something which i learned that it's good to have that fear because then uh, you will at least take the step to move forward and uh, and try something but if we if we if i didn't have the fear of losing there wouldn't be the um, you know uh, the initiative that i would not be taking to to move forward and um, amongst the many things that i learned this was also a good factor that i, I learned that having the fear of loss or of losing is actually a good thing to motivate you to actually succeed uh thank you walid for uh, sharing your wonderful journey with uh, the audience of good lose by shreyanesh and we look forward to more such stories from you thank you